Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTanya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Season three of Teach One. This is the beginning of it. I don't know when you are listening to this podcast, but we are right in the middle of the holiday season. So I want to wish you a happy holiday. And just as a reminder, I am your host, LaTanya Green, and welcome to season three of Teach One. And um, as I got prepared to start this season, I kept going over a lot of things in my mind about what I'm doing with this podcast and how I wanted to hopefully help people, reach people, encourage people, spark some conversations. And I started to think about, am I qualified for this? This was what was going through my head. You know, am I qualified to really do this? And the qualifications that I have, the certificates, the certifications, all this, all these paper things out here that are supposed to qualify us for different positions, I started to think about why am I even doubting if I'm qualified for it? My whole life has prepared me and qualified me for this. God has qualified me for this. God has ordered it and ordained it. So my qualifications far exceed what I'm doing. And I got to thinking about hearing people talk about imposter syndrome in the world and what that really means and why why that can affect us in the way that it does. So for me, I'm going to give you some backstory here. So the podcast is Teach One, and the whole goal of this podcast is to help people learn something that I've already gone through, that I've already experienced, that my guests have already gone through or experienced in hopes that it helps you on your path, that it helps you on your journey, that it helps you when these things come up or if you're in the middle of it or give you some perspective on if you've gone through it. Maybe a way to look at it and think about it and learn from it that you didn't previously. So there, right there, this is about me trying to help you overcome some hurdles that I've already gone through. So that uniquely qualifies me for this. And I often talk to people about when you are your authentic self, you are the piece of the puzzle that God created that you're supposed to fit into to help this world be what it was designed to be. When we are uniquely being what we were created to be. And when we try to be anything else and we adjust and we um, push ourselves into positions or places that we are not supposed to be, then we don't fit where God designed us to be. We don't fit the time that God designed us to do things in. It's supposed to create a whole picture. And so that being said, we have to do it 
the way we were designed to do it, the way that God uniquely made us to do it. And when I say us, I'm talking about everyone, but I'm not talking about everyone being the same. We're not supposed to be the same. We're not supposed to do the the job the same. We can have the same title, but we are required to do the job uniquely as we are designed to do it. I am going to do this podcast as God has uniquely designed me to do it. I raised my daughters as a single mom. I have three amazing daughters and I raised them as a single mom. I had a village. I thank God for my village, but I was a single mom. When I came home, the job was mine. When I sent them off out into the world, the job was mine. So I've done the job. I've done the job. They are all grown and out in the world, living their lives, pouring into others because that's what I poured into them. So I've done that job, which is also why I do the the PC with LG with the parental coaching, which is also why I'm doing this podcast and a lot of my topics are going to be on parenting. But I want you to remember that that's just one piece. Like that's one piece of me Whatever your one piece is, that's just one piece and you don't have to be just that one thing. Okay. So the skill sets that we learn along the path of our lives are what make us qualified are what make us qualified to do jobs. There used to be a time when you could go and apply for a job at a company and literally you could start at the bottom. You could start in the janitorial staff. And work your way up without going back to school, without having a certain degree or certificate or certification, without any of that. You could literally work your way up because you knew every job from the core. You worked it. You did it. And then that would honestly make you more equipped to do the job than someone who had just gone to college and got a degree in a particular area. I remember I was working at a retail store many years ago and I was working in a position where I was training people. Um, I was, you know, no learning Not just my job, but learning other aspects of the actual overall job as well. Doing well, getting compliments and accolades from higher, um, the higher up management and all that good stuff. And I remember one day a um, training team came in to the store and they were going to be in there training to get for, for their managerial positions. And I remember taking a liking to one young lady and she was a little bit younger than me. And I was talking to her one day and I was asking her, I said, Oh, you know, so where did you work in retail before where, you know, what's your experience? And she said, Oh, I don't have any. And I said, Oh, you've never worked retail. And she was like, no. And I said, Oh, where did you work before this? She was like, this is my first job. 
And I said, your first job ever? And she said, yeah. I said, well, how did you get this job then? And she said, oh, you know, I graduated from college and um, I got my degree. And so I just applied for this. And I said, oh, your degree is in business. She said, oh, no. It was in something like the arts. And I was stunned, completely stunned. Because I'm like, wait, how in the world is this young lady qualified for a position higher than me with no experience in this field, with no experience, period, no job experience whatsoever. So I went to one of the um, management team that I had gotten very close with. And so I asked him, I said, hey, how do I get in this program to become a manager? And he said, oh, you haven't finished college yet. You don't have your degree, so you can't apply for it. And I was like, wait, what? And he said, yeah, you, you have to have a degree. And I said, so it doesn't matter what the degree is in? And he was like, well, not really. And it got me to thinking about how society does things versus how, I'm not even going to say how things should be done. I'm going to say how it would make sense <laughs> for things to be done. It would make sense to me for people to be put in positions that they know how to do, that they have some experience with. And that's not, you know, me wanting her job because thank God I didn't get that job. Thank, thank God I didn't get that job because it would have took it, taken me off track from where I was supposed to be now. But it was just a, um, a moment where I realized that the world works differently than what is probably the better way to do things. The world works in a way of you got this piece of paper, you're qualified. But we've all seen people in jobs and positions where you're looking at them like, what are you doing? You, you have no clue what you're talking about. And I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not going to say that that's a, a bad look on the person. But it's definitely a moment of you have something else that you were designed to do. We all do. We all do. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your current circumstances. You were uniquely created for a purpose, for a position in this world that God gave you. That if you're not doing it, it's just not being done. That's it. If you are not doing the job that God designed you to do, then it's not being done. And we are all missing out. You, the world, God, we are all missing out if you're not doing what God has called you to do, uniquely called you to do. Let's, let's get over this imposter syndrome stuff. Let's get over it. When we have those, those moments of feeling like 
Somebody's going to find me out. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not qualified for this job. I'm not supposed to be in this room. We let's let's combat that with God put me in this room. This is where God put me. And if this is where he put me, this is where I'm qualified to be. I saw an interview with the rapper Snoop and he was talking about the We Are the World song when they did um, the second version. He was talking about <laughs> being in the room and real and knowing he wasn't supposed to be in there. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Because the access was granted to you by a being higher than yourself. It wasn't about executives put you in that room. It wasn't about somebody called you up on the phone and said, hey, we want you to come and be on the We Are Other World album. No, it was about the door was open to you by a higher power than yourself. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all out there who's listening, open the door. If it was locked, it wasn't for you. But open the door, turn the knob, walk in the room. If that door opens, you're supposed to be in there. You're supposed to be in there living out your purpose. You're supposed to be in there uniquely doing what you were designed to do. I'm not talking about breaking in homes. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about breaking in anybody's home, things like that. You know, I got to keep it lighthearted with you guys. I'm not talking about anything that's going to be harmful to other people. I'm talking about your experiences, your, your growth, your journey in this world. Every rock that was placed in your path was placed there to, divide, to divert you, to shape you, to help you understand some things, to get some experiences. Even the worst employees, even the worst employers teach you something teach you what not to do next time teach you what a red flag is because before you go through an experience where someone has done something to you that has caused you to learn not to do that anymore you had to go through it so you can identify a red flag we, people talk about red flags all the time but you don't know what a red flag is until you've experienced it people can tell you but you can get you can get swindled you can get, you know, you can get taken for a run. And those are really what that's that's what teach you. That's what teaches you what a red flag really is. These are the things that designed you, that shaped you, that you went through those joyous moments, the moments where you succeeded in something and, and you surprised yourself. Taught you something about you, taught you something about how deep your skill set runs. It taught you how powerful you were created to be. It taught you that you can accomplish way more than you ever thought you could. Surprise yourself. We are such powerful beings in this universe because that is the way that God created us to be. 
if you have the power to influence, make sure you're making some positive influences on people, not superficial. Social media is a big thing, big thing, huge. And I don't believe it's going anywhere anytime soon. So that being said, make sure what you're putting out there is something that is going to be useful. Useful. A lot of it's not. A lot of it is junk to fill your mind, your spirit. It's not useful. A lot of it is not. I'm not bashing social media at all because I've seen some people use that platform in magnificent ways. I've seen people utilize it not just to grow their business for business sake, but to actually pour into the world the gift that they were designed to use. Being in their purpose, their full purpose. This is a monetary world. We live in a world where you need money in order to survive. You need money in order to pay bills and, you know, um, keep a roof over your head and utilities on and food on your table. This is the world we live in. That's reality. I'm not knocking anybody for making your money at all. But money is not the purpose you were designed for because God didn't create us with a dollar bill stamped on us. He didn't. He did not create us just to make money. He gave you a gift. He gave you talents and he wants you to use them. God didn't say stop along the way and make sure this person thinks you're qualified. That person thinks you're qualified. This person, you know, has has rubber stamped you, so to speak. He didn't ask you to get anyone else's approval to do what he asked you to do. He also did not ask you to make sure you have this amount of followers, this amount of likes, He didn't ask you to. He just asked you to do the job that you're called to do. Because sometimes the seed we plant is not what we will harvest. Sometimes it's what someone else will harvest. But we have a part to do. It's not about the limelight. It's not about the fanfare. It's not about any of that. It really isn't. It really isn't. I know that's appealing right now. I know that that's appealing to be seen. For everyone to know all the great things going on in your life. That's that's the appealing thing right now. But your life is more than that. Your calling is more than that. You were designed for more than that. 
what really is going to be the impactful thing when you've left this earth is not what your body looked like, is not how much money you had, is not what car you drove, it's not social status. It's what you poured into the world, what you poured into other people. What you sparked within them. That's your true legacy, really. That is your legacy. If you are a person, or I'll give it to you this way. Let's say there was a person that you knew who was always nasty to people, was always cranky and saying, you know, the harshest things with no love, no love, no filter, none of that. And they were selfish and known to be um, stingy and cutthroat, but they could have had billions of dollars, drove the most amazing cars, had the finest partner on their arm, worked a job that had them traveling all around the world and meeting all these important, influential people. But if this person was nasty and mean and selfish and harsh and rude, what are you going to remember about them when they're gone? Are you going to be sitting around talking about, wow, they really had a whole lot of money? No, you're going to be talking about and thinking about how that person made you feel, how cruel they could be, how selfish they could be, how they weren't about giving people opportunities and helping them grow and all that good stuff. When we're going to think of, that's what you're going to think about. So I, this brought to mind just now, I recently watched the new, um, it felt more like a movie, but I'm going to call it a documentary about Tyler Perry and it's called Maxine's Baby. And I believe it's on Netflix. It's either on Netflix or yeah, I think it's Netflix, but anyway, it's called Maxine's Baby. Some things I had heard. Um, about Tyler Perry's journey in the past. But I will say that this was very enlightening, very enlightening to me about this man's journey. A lot of things I did not know. And it actually gave a very different perspective of the, the overall man to me. It gave me a very different perspective of him. And one that I think... No, that I know ultimately made me respect him even more than I already did. Respect his his journey, his drive, and respect that every single thing that this man went through is what shaped him to be the person that he is today. To have the impact 
on the world that he has today. Love him or hate him, whatever your, your personal feelings are about this man or his craft or the movies or the plays that he's made or the impact that he's had in various ways, whatever your, your beliefs are about this person, it gave this perspective of, oh my God, you really have utilized every single thing that you've gone through, every experience, every journey, every up, down, and around the way obstacle that this man went through, he utilized it and he almost made his journey into his own therapy, so to speak, in creating things to help him heal and understanding that by him doing that, he tapped into allowing other people to see themselves on stage, on screen, and heal and feel those lessons through his work. That is an admirable thing. And not everybody can do it. He was, is uniquely designed to do the job that he was called to do. So are you. You are uniquely designed. I am uniquely designed to do what I'm doing in this moment, the way I'm doing it, not trying to give in to what's popular, not trying to focus on how does someone else get all these followers? How does someone else go viral? How does someone else make that transition from making, uh, what, five figures to eight figures or seven figures or whatever? How does someone else make that transition? That's not what, what you're called to do. And I have to remind myself, <laughs> I'm telling you for real, for real. I have to remind myself when I see other people's journey and I see them making strides and successes in ways that I would like to, I have to remind myself not to try to emulate what they're doing. I can take part of their lessons. I can learn from it. I can grow from it, but it's not, it's not meant for me to try to re reform myself to look like how they look like doing it. I'm supposed to look like me doing it. I'm supposed to bring my experiences to it. Imposter syndrome is not real. It is not real. It is a thought, but thoughts are not always reality. Imposter syndrome is that moment of doubt. That moment of, I'm not good enough to do this. But you are. You are. That's why you're in the room. That's why you're there. And whatever skill set that you think that you think you might need or 
that you think you were supposed to have, if it helps you feel better, go get it while you're doing the job. While you're doing it. Don't say I have to stop and wait until I have it to do it. Build, build for what you know you're about to have. Build for what you know you're already in. Do that. Add elements to it. Add something to your skill set if that's how you're feeling. But don't you dare stop. And I hate to say that to you that way because uh, I'm a person that really don't like to be told what to do. But I'm going to say that to you. Don't stop doing what you're called to do to wait on a certification. Don't stop. Doing what you're called to do to wait to be affirmed or given permission to do it by somebody who has no authority to give it to you. That's true. You are affirmed in it now. That thought, that thing that's been on your mind, that's been nagging at you. I should do this. I should do this. I know I should do this. I have this experience. Somebody else could learn from this. Somebody else could grow from this. Somebody else could benefit from what I have to say in this area. There are people with cookbooks who never went to culinary school. Never. It's what they learned how to do through various experiences. There are people who have honorary degrees at colleges that they didn't attend. It's what they were called to do. There are people who teach at colleges and never finish college themselves because God placed them in places and in rooms and in opportunities that their life lesson is more valuable than the paper that a college could have given them. Remember that. Hold on to that. Think about that. Experience is always going to be greater than certifications, degrees, and all that. And I'm saying this as a person who pushed, 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 pushed education with my children. And I pushed it not because I felt like them getting degrees was going to put them in some kind of I'm better than somebody else mode, but I pushed it because I had already seen that that piece of paper can open doors in the world we live in that nothing else can. I gave you the story of me working a retail job with somebody who fresh out of college, no work experience whatsoever, and they're in a position higher than I am making way more money than I was. Because they had a piece of paper that had nothing to do with the job they were doing. I push education for my kids because we have a love of learning in my house. Even though they're all, they're not in my house anymore, but we have a love of learning. So I push education because I want you to get in the habit of understanding learning is a life journey. It's not about going to school. It's a life journey. But getting that degree will open some doors and give you some opportunities that would never, ever be possible for you without it. 
And that's just a stepping stone because the ultimate places God's going to put you in. He's going to put you in the small places too. But sometimes we need those stepping stones. But I'm telling you, get it on the way then. If you feel like you have to have it, if you are in a situation right now where you are uniquely qualified to do a job and you're doing it in the capacity that you're able to do it without a degree, but you know you need a degree in order to take that next step, you bet on you. Bet on you, baby. Bet on yourself. If you have to get a certification or get some kind of paperwork, certificate, whatever, keep doing what you're doing. But bet on you and go ahead and take the time to take that next step and get it. If you needed to walk through that next door, don't use it as an excuse to not do it at all. But if you need it to walk through that next door, go get it. Get it. Don't wait. Don't wait. Do I know you're busy? I know you're busy. You probably have a lot on your plate. Juggling a lot. But make sure you are still doing the job that, that God called you to do. Make sure you're still doing it now. Don't give yourself an out. The things and the talents, the things we don't do, the talents we don't use are at our own detriment. It is a loss for the entire world, including yourself. Even if what God called you to do never puts you in the limelight, it's an unfulfilled thing in your spirit. It's an unfulfilled thing in your spirit. I'm not trying to leave this earth anytime soon. I have things to do, places to be, people to meet. I'm not trying to leave the world anytime soon, but if I left here tomorrow, I know that I did what God was calling me to do, or at least I tried my best to do it in as much capacity as I possibly could as often as I possibly could. I was 22 years old. I was in college. I had three children, my three daughters. And I had my sister, who is seven years younger than me, come to live with me. Um, she, we were, well, we were all raised in a pretty tough circumstance, but she was living with a relative and I knew she needed to get out of there. So I'm 22. I've got three children, um, all under the age of 10. <laughs> and here I am bringing my 15-year-old sister to come and live with me while I'm in college and working and working. And then got this bright idea 
after my sister was living with me for a little bit, uh, one of her friends who was having a difficult home situation of letting her friend come to live with me. And then another friend, and then another friend, and then another friend. Long story short, I was probably around between the ages of 22 and the age of 26 or 7, I had my three daughters and six of my sister's friends and my sister living with me. They were all teenagers. And looking back on that now, thinking about it, anyone coming to me right now, talking to me about possibly doing that, I would tell them, no, you don't want to do that. Not because of my own experience, but because I'd be thinking, how are you qualified to even do that? What experience do you have that would equip you to, to guide, help, house, <laughs> provide for a total of seven teenage girls and three small children? What are you talking about? But I did it. And I would do it again. I did it because God called me to do it. I did it because my experiences of my own youth and the experiences of growing up and whew, baby and living through my childhood put me in a position where I understood how much that's needed. How much that is truly needed without any pretense of getting paid from it or um, any accolades, but because it was needed by those young ladies. It was needed. And if any of them are listening, you know, I love you guys so dearly. I call it my wayward girls because I used to say that was my house for wayward girls. But baby, I would do it again. And to see each one of those young ladies now as grown women out in this world, trying to make a way for themselves, for them families, for their families. I love it. I love it. The experiences that I had with these young ladies and the things that they had to go through and that they had to overcome, I know for a fact, I've seen it. My little part of what I could do in that time of my life totally impacted their lives. Truly impacted their lives in a way that only God could have designed. Only God could have designed. I wasn't even 25 when a bulk of those young ladies were living with me. I was a baby myself. But I was some steps ahead of where they were. And I knew and understood a lot of their circumstances. And I knew and I understood that they needed that. Not their mamas, not their daddies, 
They needed that. And I was, I'm so grateful that I was able to be there in that moment and do what God was calling me to do without feeling like I don't have any certifications without feeling like I'm the wrong person or I'm the ill-equipped to do this job. I don't know where I picked it up. I don't know when it popped into my spirit, but I've definitely learned to hold on to. We help the people that we should, not the people who ask necessarily. Not that you don't help people that ask, but most of the time, the people who need the most help are the ones who don't want to open their mouths and ask, who don't want to say everything's not good. I know that I live that. Baby, I lived that. I know it because I've been in it. You and your story and your path and your obstacles and your experiences and your knowledge is what has uniquely qualified you to be in the room, in the space, in the place that you are in today. There is no imposter in front of there. There's no imposter. When you look in that mirror, that's not an imposter. You are who you are supposed to be right now. You have what you are supposed to use to do what God has called you to do right now. You have it. You are it. You're not trying to be it. You are it. Use it. Use it. You need it. Your family needs it. Your community needs it. You, this world needs it. Look at this world. <laughs> we all in the same place. Look at this world and all the things that are going on. There's a lot of joy out here. But look at this world. Take a good look. There's a lot of foolishness out here. A lot of ridiculous things going on for no clear reason other than wanting to obtain countries, wanting to obtain money or, or, or land or there's a lot of foolishness going on in the day to day stuff. People out here <laughs> just acting a plum fool. My daughters and I frequently, <laughs> frequently say, all right, Lord, if this is the end, don't leave me here. Don't leave me here with these people. It's ghetto down here. And I'm saying that to y'all. We can make where we are, when we are better by doing what we're called to do, what we're uniquely qualified to do. We can make it better. And I hope I challenge, I ask, I pray that you utilize what you are equipped with right now, your gifts, your talents, to do what you know deep in your spirit God is calling you to do. Even if it's not popular, 
even if it's not going to put you in the limelight, even if it's not going to get you fame and glory, do it anyway. The only way you can be an imposter is if you are not using what you are, who you are to make this, this place better than what it is, to make it better for you, for your family, for your community. That's the only way you're being an imposter. If you're out here faking the funk like you're something that you're really not, that's the imposter. The gifts that you're given, those are the authentic things. Your experiences, that's authentic. So I'm going to leave you with that on our first episode for season three on Teach One. Man, I'm going to say I enjoyed my break, but I missed you guys. And I hope that this season proves to be, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there and say, I hope it proves to be the best yet to come. I hope that it helps so much. I hope that it reaches so many of you. And while I'm at it, I just want to say thank you because I got the update on um, last, well, this year still on 2023 and um, the wrap up about it. And I'm, I'm super proud and I'm excited that people are listening. I'm excited that people are getting something out of it. And um, I hope that we continue to grow together. And I hope that, man, I hope that I get an opportunity to meet some of you at some point, because I've gotten some comments that I would really love to just embrace a couple of you guys out there, really. So as always, I will see you guys next week. And we're back. So I hope you get to listening and enjoying the episodes. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to Teach One today. I believe in you. I know that all you want for your family and for yourself, you can have. Don't ever stop working for it, working towards it. And be blessed and enjoy your life.